Okay, I'll kick yeah, us good off. Enough. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another heartfelt episode of the official podcast. This is episode 163, and I'm sorry to report a mere five days after Jackson's triumphant return to the podcast, he's made the inexplicable decision to quit yet again. Mm. So he will not be joining us this week or potentially any other weeks in the future. Only time will tell. So I thought this would be another fun tribute to Jackson. What are your favorite memories? Jackson, if you're out there listening, we will take you back. Please. Come home. We need Jackson. This is definitely this time also not a joke. Completely serious. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Make sure to leave a lot of comments. Panicking, hyperventilating, (laughs) insulting us, asking what the hell is the matter. He'll not be back ever. Make sure to listen... Make sure to listen to the first five minutes of the episode and and message us directly asking, oh, my God, is it true? Is it really true? And then delete that message after listening to five more minutes of the episode where we say it's not. My favorite is Jackson was getting messages from like armchair psychologists trying to comfort him like we knew this was coming. I could see it coming, Jackson. Over the last 30 episodes, I've seen the built up tension. And I, I just want to know, yeah, I'm here for you, Jackson. <laughs> so wh- where is he this time? He's been slacking, goddamn. He's on a plane right now on his way back to Australia. I thought that was yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, but it's a 28-hour flight back. Mm. Something Still, like that. He's got layovers and multiple flights and shit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's a shame. I wanted to ask him if... Actually, he could have called in on his uh, Wi-Fi, could he not have? That could no, have been he doesn't fun. have Wi-Fi on the plane. At least not stable. Uh, yeah. Okay. Plus, would you really want to be the guy sitting on the airplane just going, Hey, I'm on the podcast. <laughs> What's my favorite <laughs> masturbation story, you ask? Well, give me one uh, moment. Everyone else on the plane, shut up. I'm talking about my dick. Well, he could give us life updates uh, of the, you know, look out the window at the fires. Right before they land. Yeah. I wonder if it's visible. Oh, yeah, he probably sees him. Yeah, he probably sees him on, like, the landing. Mm. Like, on his way down, he can probably see half of Australia burning. Yeah. That's kind of fucked up, if you think about it. Yeah, it's sad. Yeah. <laughs> this plane just starts melting before it touches ground. <laughs> Fuck, that's sad. <laughs> yeah, fucked up. Everything just starts burning up, man. I'm... Uh... You know, I have some good news. I'm slowly getting over my fear of flying again because, you know, recently there hasn't been terrible turbulence. So I've had a string of acceptable flights uh, now. Uh, good. Acceptable meaning, good. you know, I still fly with Turkish people. And it's like a flying barn. But, you know, as in the plane isn't getting rocked around. And I have this one piece, uh, one article that I found written by a pilot that... Ev- I read it over and over like 10 times during the flight to calm myself down. And it's this, just a pilot's blog entry basically about how turbulence isn't anything, uh, you know, dangerous or, and all that sort of shit. So yeah, it's been working. Um, on that note, there really is not a whole lot of literature out there for people who are scared of flying. I look up how how do you deal with turbulence and it's like articles literally telling you to just clench your asshole and you'll get over it or something. Mm-hmm. Terrible advice. Yeah. There's just really not a whole lot of people with a fear of flying anymore. We're a rare breed these days. 
Yeah, soon enough, you'll be alone. I like flying. <laughs> yeah, I'll be the last one. <laughs> Me and John Madden. Who? Fucking John Madden. John Madden, famous football coach of Madden NFL video game fame. He's He hasn't flown in 50 years. He only travels by bus. Smart. But does he really need to fly? I mean, doesn't he only just go around the U.S.? Yeah, I mean, he doesn't need to. I mean, but I'm uh, just saying he's one of the other people. He's like the big, he's like the poster child for uh, fear of flying. Like the anti-vax movement has their champion, and us fear of flying phobia people have ours. And it's John Madden. All right, you can you can choose to have John Madden represent you. I'm fine with that. I don't feel threatened. <laughs> well, that's. You say that now, but just wait until we proselytize to your children. We're going to make sure your children are scared of flying, Shit. too, with our pank cards in front of the schools. Do not let your children fly. <laughs> It'll make them autistic. <laughs> just fear-mongering. <laughs> Fuck. You know, I landed, too, so me. my... It was Tuesday, and I land. A couple of hours, you know, I just... I, I rest. I go to sleep. I take a shower. I rest. I get on my computer. The very first tweet I see is... Plane crashes in Iran. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm so happy. I didn't see that as I was getting on the plane. <laughs> I felt really. That would have been a comfort to me, though, if, if I was be, if I was going to be flying that day, because then it's like, what are the odds that two happen in a single day? That's like never been recorded. <laughs> yeah, still, still. I mean, immediately because you also know. Oh, wait. Technical failure in my ass. They shot it down accidentally. So I would be thinking, oh, fuck, man. Like, how far do their shitty rockets reach? I wonder if they could accidentally shoot me down, too. No, I'm happy <laughs> I didn't see that. I remember 2016 was the last time I flew on my flight back. I think it was like May or something. On the flight back, the day before getting on that flight, another plane had just gone missing. So I felt really confident in the odds that mine was going to be okay because there's no way there was going to be two in 48 hours. So that that kind of shit's always a comfort to me, just in the pure statistically un, the statistical well, unlikelihood. Well, isn't it kind of funny though that that statistically has no bearing on anything? Yeah, but it's just a comfort, like how Kaya reads the Bible or whatever from the pilot's blog. I look at other plane disappearances. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird comfort yeah that is kind of weird I'd, I'd rather read somebody you know telling me that it's not a big deal fuck i mean if i could i'd just literally knock on the cockpit cabin you know they have these doors now where it's like a fucking safe but if i could i just knock and be like hey guys we still good i felt the plane descend <laughs> a little are we okay is this planned can you keep me updated yeah they should <laughs> They should have, like, one of those Powerpuff Girls hotlines that you could just pick up the phone and talk to someone in the pilot's cockpit just yeah. to check in. <laughs> the, the panic hotline. And they just go, hello, were you scared? There should be a, It'll be okay. I'm flying the plane. <laughs> there should be a Discord-type voice chat between the pilots and the, you know, the rest of the plane. Oh, yeah, fun. just like a perpetual chat room where the pilots are just talking and people can listen without speaking back. Yeah, yeah, they're talking like furries. They're like, ooh, ooh, ooh I'm about to win the plane, <laughs> lol. <laughs> hey, let's unmute. Full Discord style. Let's unmute Cockflyer69. What do you have to say? Oh, you fly like an asshole, buddy. <laughs> and the flight, flight attendant, she's an asshole, yada, yada. By the way, without fail, of course, flying into Turkey, without fail, a dude has to get in an argument with the flight attendant.
the lady. It's mm, every single time. Amazing. It's always it's always the most mundane shit. This guy got a uh, hair up his ass because I got my sandwich before him. So <laughs> <laughs> did you rub it in his face too? Like just eating it real loudly and sensually? No, I. I mean. I wasn't an asshole about it. You just so you know when they bring you your food, it's like uh, you know they bring it to you, and then whoever else is on the list. And I was the first. She brought me a little tray, and he he looks at it, and immediately I could tell, oh, he's the guy. He's gonna be the guy. He starts raising his voice at her, like, well, where's my food? Well, am I not gonna get anything? And so finally, I fall asleep. I eat my fucking whatever the fuck I got I fall asleep whenever I woke up I'm not a deep sleeper at least I can't sleep on a plane whenever I woke up I heard him still arguing with the lady like two hours later he was still arguing with her just saying shit like so he had finally gotten like a little lumpy sandwich or something he was like so do you think that this counts as a meal do you think this is acceptable at the flight attendant like what do you mean, do you think? As if the bitch is sitting on the board of directors of this airline, like, as if she gives a <laughs> fuck. She's a flight attendant. You think she made the choice? You think she was like, hmm, what should we give them today? Perhaps the sandwich. Bitch, she's just there to bring it to you. Always yelling at women in just service positions. What is it with Turkish men? I don't know, man. That's pretty sad. <laughs> he probably thought that she went back there and cooked it herself, like from her family's <laughs> cookbook or something. What a bunch of fucking pricks. Every single time, I, I just, that's, those people, they deserve high pay. They deserve much more pay than the pilots who just fuck shit up and crash planes. <laughs> now you're thinking like I do. <laughs> I just don't know what the what the people on the opposite end are expecting. The guy who's yelling, like, is he expecting her to go in the back of the plane and prepare a brand new fresh sandwich or make him a fucking like chicken dinner and go? Yes, here. Sorry, I I felt so bad. I whipped this up for you, special. Like, I, I don't do even. Want? I don't know. He started literally as she put my tray down he immediately was offended that somebody else got first i just he couldn't even wait to see two minutes if maybe he was next or if they were handing out the the rest of the food to people maybe there was an order who the hell knows but no couldn't keep himself contained at the thought of shitty airline food that you really just eat out of desperation if you couldn't get your hands on actual food in the airport I got my hands on fucking Ebola. That's another thing I'm very happy about that I'm not too hypochondriac. Is I got this, I don't know if it's a cold, a flu, or what the fuck, but it was bad enough to make my hearing lopsided for like a week. I'm just laying <laughs> there with, with a fucking fever, trying not to puke all over the place. My mom's like, oh, so this is, you just Probably, came over uh... here to see me and just lie in bed? I'm like, I'm sick, bitch. What the fuck? I didn't do this intentionally. No, I'm sick and getting guilt tripped for not spending time with her. I'm discombobulated and dizzy. Man, airports are just the worst. Flying, just the whole experience is terrible. Yes, yes, it is. Yes, you know, Jackson. I, if he if I have he joins, no problem with the actual. If we do the bonus tomorrow yeah. and he joins, he's going to say the very same thing. I want to hear from him. He's going to be just as miserable. I I would love to hear from it. His I, flight I, here, he was miserable because the uh, the fourteen hour flight from Australia to L.A. was apparently full on turbulence. So when he finally got to me, it's like we had just gotten a corpse. He was super motion sick and all over the place. Ugh. <laughs> uh. 
Yeah. Yeah, no, if there was a... Did he talk about that on the episode he was on? No. I don't okay. remember. He should he should do like a real... On fucking, the episode like, he was on. My vacation story. Like he's a guest. <laughs> yeah, the one episode. <laughs> yes. Hang on, has he been in an episode this year yet? One, yeah, right? he was in the... Yeah, he was in the one last week, but he missed the one before that, and now this one. His attendance record is sloppy. Yeah, so technically he's as much of a member of this show right now as Doug, right? We haven't even done a bonus since then. That's right, yeah. Him and Doug have the same amount of episodes this year. (laughs) That's awesome. Great guests. So, Kaya, I, I have a question on something I saw lately. In Turkey, do you have a problem with fake ambulances? <laughs> I've not heard of this. I'm eager. Tell me. You haven't really. All right. So apparently you I mean, was wait, reading into this. Are you asking me like morally, do I have a problem with people who do it? Because yes. No, no, not you. Okay. No, I meant the country. So oh. I read I read into this. There's a video that was going around of a, ma- a man on the highway trying to intentionally block an ambulance with its lights on, like literally lights flashing, siren wailing. And no matter which way it turns, there's a guy in like a Mercedes in front of it who's swerving to get in front of it and slow down. And I read into it because, you know, at, at first glance, it's like, wow, that guy's a real asshole. What the fuck? What's going on? But apparently in Turkey and I believe other countries in the Middle East, you can if you're super rich buy an actual licensed ambulance and turn on the siren to avoid traffic. <laughs> That's And I wanted to know wild. if you had ever seen this or read into <laughs> this or anything, because that blew my fucking mind. Yeah, but how would you know that the one behind you is fake? Exactly. It's fucked how up. How they're dressed, I bet. If you can see in, you'd nah. expect medical personnel to be in a uniform, not exactly like a suit and tie or something. Not or in like the Middle casual East. clothing. Oh, do no, they not you... have uniforms over there? What do you mean? <laughs> they just wear a polo and jean shorts to come I, and rescue just, you. It'll surprise you, perhaps, but in the Middle East, we don't really follow decorum to the T. Uh, so I've never heard of this, but I'm completely... I'm Yeah, it's possible. I'm sure that happens. It wouldn't surprise me in the least. I mean, it's most of... I mean, there's a lot of fake shit in Turkey. I remember that a couple of years back, people were getting blind because they were buying counterfeit vodka. And Raka. So somebody was just distilling fake vodka and selling it, and it was getting people fucked up, I guess, so they didn't notice. But on the other hand, it was also making them blind. So the police had to crack down on the counterfeit booze business. What was <laughs> it made even... out of? What, what, what the fuck was causing that? I have no idea, but they couldn't even... Like, actual prisoners in prison can make pruno, you know, prison booze. And still, mm-hmm. even they don't end up blind. I don't know how the fuck they managed to mess it up that hard. Pruno's, Maybe that's how you know it works. Pruno's just ketchup, right? Like, you just ferment ketchup? No, I think they just use whatever they can get their hands on. So from what I understand, you just take a bunch of fruit, cut them up, put them in a bag, you know, put in mustard, ketchup, sugar cubes, and then you just let it ferment in the corner of your cell for a couple of days or mm. weeks. And then you drink that disgusting shit. Yeah, it's fucking Jesus. yucky. Yeah. Mm. Prison's a rough place. Especially a Turkish prison, I imagine. Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I don't really know much about Turkish prisons, thankfully. 
All I know is that if you're a journalist, so you... you're bound to disappear in there forever. Kaya, if you were in a Turkish prison, though, what would you do about your cats? Like, would you <laughs> would you still get them really good cat litter? <coughs> yes. Kaya's not having a good day. I'm not. <laughs> Trying to, try to catch know, my all breath. All I know, Kaya. Uh, don't worry, I'll take it. Don't worry. You you suffer from tuberculosis, and I'll I'll take it away. Because Kaya, Kaya, all I know is that conventional cat litter can be outright barbaric. Mm. It's messy. It's smelly. It's heavy. It, it it just sucks. And that's why all of my friends who have cats, including you, Kaya, I believe, mm-hmm. have switched to pretty litter. Pretty litter is kitty litter 2.0. It's shipped right to your door in a small, lightweight bag that lasts the entire month. No more running to the pet store when you need it. Imagine coming home from a long day at the office, and you look and you, you look in your little laundry room or maybe the bathroom or wherever your cat litter box is set up, and you go, ah, it's full of shit again. Yeah, but I'm out of I'm out feeling. of cat litter. And oh no, the pet store's closed. What do I do? that it's close you go there and you're overwhelmed with a bunch of useless choices like okay i'm all right so i'm in the pet store or in the supermarket wherever the hell they sell these usually the pet stores overprice that shit too it's like okay these pieces are too small if you get them too small they get stuck in between their little uh, jelly bean toes you know and the cats and you have to like check to make sure that they don't accidentally swallow the little bits or something if they're too big well then it's just not really gonna absorb anything and then there's the other problem of your cat always just kicking up uh you know, getting the kitty litter everywhere when they're trying to bury that stuff. There's the odor. My God, I mean, I don't know if there's anything that smells as foul as cat piss, but there you go. Pretty litter. (coughs) Sorry. (laughs) (coughs) Maybe I should do an ADR on this once I'm well again. Pretty litter ships right to your door, so you don't have to go through it all the all of that fuss. You're never gonna run out of kitty litter. It's always delivered to your door. You don't have to go and carry like two kilograms of kitty litter back. It has nice little odor protecting crystals. That means the cat piss is hopefully not going to smell up your house. You're not going to smell like an old cat lady. Uh, and this is kind of special. It helps you monitor your cat's health. So when your cat pees on them, they change color depending on if there's anything wrong with your cat, which is you know, obviously not a substitute for a vet, but it's a nice little early warning system. If you see that the color is maybe a little off, you can make an appointment the next day. It helps you. It helps your cats. Cheap, right to your door, clean, doesn't smell. And, you know, the kind of unique, cool thing with the, the warning you if there's possibly, God forbid, something wrong with your cat. Go to prettylitter.com and use promo code OP. That's OP, just two letters. Pretty letter, prettylitter.com, promo code OP for 20% off. Very nice. Works for me. <coughs> oh, fuck. You did great, Kaya. Thank you. We believed in you. <coughs> it's got to be great on audio, just the constant coughing. It's like ASMR. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like ear nibbling. You get Kai's coughing. <laughs> yeah, ear nibbling with sandpaper. <laughs> Some people listen to our show just for the little extra bits, the coughs and the sneezes and the fumbling around. I don't think there's a single soul out there that does that. <laughs> yeah, no. I don't know you why don't people know. say that. You don't know what people are into. Nope. Hmm? Nobody's into coughing and 
sniffling. I bet someone has a sick fetish, like of of like girls who get really ill. <laughs> that would be. I, I would up. bet money. Yeah, yeah it's it would sure be. There is. I've never heard it of is, that. Hey, it's fucked up, but I I'd bet money there is. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, there's people out there who have a fetish for Smurf porn fan fiction, so torture porn too. So I'm sure there's all sorts of stuff. But I don't think that's I mean, there's, the majority of let's our do, audience. Uh, let's do some, let's do association. I mean, amputee porn, we all know, is a, a pretty decently big market. Amputee is just another step into, like, sick and feebled. Like, I mean, the whole point of amputee porn is like, oh, they're, I don't know, there's different levels of it. Oh, they can't walk, so they're bound, they're they're helpless. Or, oh, they have this this you know amputation that looks gnarly they're like fucked up or like there's always something in the brain so sickness is just oh look how look how helpless they are look at look how vulnerable they are you know mm. so I'd, I'd definitely put money on there being sick people porn so kaya you you got an audience to capture right now my man hack it up <laughs> yeah great Throw your phlegm as you please yeah, awesome. That's just <laughs> the audience I want is fucking bronies and sick fetishists is the kind of people who want to jack off to me dying here. Is yeah, fuck yeah, Kaya, don't get better. Yeah. Hey, what's your temperature? Oh, too high? Oh good. Yeah. Well if you if you die, that's a whole nother market. Save that for another episode. Oh. The necrophiles, yeah. Could sell my corpse. I mean fuck yeah. it. If you're already selling the posters, let's make another tier for my corpse at hundred thousand. You can get a piece. <laughs> is that legal? Can you sell corpses? Like, if somebody consents to it in their will, and, you know, you can donate your body to medicine, so could I donate my body to be chopped up into little pieces for Patreons? That is a great question. Like, I'm surprised yeah. one of those, like, Jackson Pollock didn't do that. That's I interesting. I know that, um, I know you can have certain arrangements like that if it's in your, I don't know, your will. Like, if, if you're going to have a funeral, you can have something elaborate or stupid done. So who's to say you can't have your will stipulate that you want your body cut up and given to your fans? How elaborate and stupid, though? I mean, where do you draw the line? Does a judge decide? Because I, I feel like I couldn't put in my will to be strapped to a rocket and shot like a, you know, celebratory thing. Well, here's the here's the question. Fireworks. If you're dead, the only people who are going to be fighting over your body is anyone but you. So if your last wish is to have something done with your body, what right do they have to say you can't? They might not do it like they might be like, no, I don't want to be the one to cut him up. But, you know, they can't say, no, that's wrong. It's your fucking body. And you're dead. So who cares? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I agree. Yeah, yeah just like. I guess it would be tedious. It would be a health hazard to. Isn't it illegal to ship bodily fluids? For example. Yeah. I yeah. So. Well, I think you have to mark it. Like you can ship it, but you have to mark like exempt human specimen or like uh. testing material or something like that. You know, I'm not. I'm not saying you should force your friends to cut you up and send you out. Yeah. But, so that's another thing. Like, if I put it yeah. in my will, would it be immoral or unethical of you not to cut me up? Ooh, good question. How, how, I mean, how mean can you really get? So, you know, like they, like you said, they can put it in the 
will to say things like, I want my ashes strewn on this hill where, you know, my family has his apple tree. Uh, what if I say I want my ashes thrown in the faces of little kindergartners just to fuck with them? Go to the nearest kindergarten. Yeah, I probably wouldn't fly there. Yeah. yeah. That'd be a tough one to sell. I yeah. think with ashes and bodies, it's like if it's not malicious, they do it. <laughs> what if, so what if that's my will? And if I was rich, I hire a lawyer to represent that case for me post-mortem. <laughs> Just for years and years, he holds up the courts for my rights to have my ashes <laughs> thrown into, <laughs> into a fucking zoo or something onto penguins. <laughs> Guy is revenge from beyond the grave. <laughs> Something Jackson brought up in his uh, trip to America. We went on some really shitty rides on Epcot, and he made the joke about like we should pretend to be animatronics on one of these rides because there was it's a boring ride and people would probably believe it's animatronic. And it got me thinking: what if you just pull pull the corpse up in there and made it dance around? I think that'd be a great use. And I wonder if that would fly. I bet it would, because, um, what's that guy's name? Remember the Museum of Living Bodies or some shit? This guy who embalms donated corpses, and he has a museum of these? It's not for medical purposes, he just displays them. I'm I'm forgetting his name. It's like inside the human body or something I know something what you're talking like about, though. Yeah, he, he even looks uh, like yeah. a creep. He has his hat, and he looks like a mortician going around. But what he does is he takes, like, animals, like horses, he skins them, he uses some sort of an embalming technique, and then he displays them for everyone to see. And he uses life, uh, not life, but actual human bodies and such. Fuck me. What yeah, is that it travels called? the country. Yeah, it travels a, the globe, It's a really too. big art display. So if he can do that, I can have my corpse embalmed and put in Disneyland. <laughs> and if not, I will sure <laughs> should sue them for that right. <laughs> I think it'd be a great fucking prank. Well, I guess not even a prank, just a good use for the corpse. Keep it fresh. Put it on like the Pirates of the Caribbean ride as one of the ghost crew. How well is our involvement? We'll, uh, we'll prop your we'll prop your corpse up on your webcam with sunglasses and we'll just like soundboard you into every episode. No one will know you died for the entire podcast. <laughs> That's what I was telling you. The old uh, weekend at Bernie's. How long can we get away with that, do you think, reasonably? I mean, people thought Jackson quit the show, so... Oh, very easily. I think we could go pretty far. Uh, real quick, the guy I was talking about, yeah, that's him there in the chat. That's Gunter Von Hagen, for anybody wondering if you want to look mm -hmm. this up. Um, yeah, no, I bet we could. So last week, I, I told you guys I couldn't record myself, and I think <laughs> neither could Doug whenever he was on. I Didn't I tell you guys just use... Our webcams from last week, no one would notice. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we should have tried that. Well, I uh, I have a horrible confession to make then. I'm reusing the background from last week because we never Whoa! ended up using it. I know. I didn't I didn't find a new one because I didn't want to waste the one I got. But that is scandalous indeed. <sighs> I just thought I'd be honest, you know. Just tell everyone. No secrets on this show. Should have put yourself should on the title this play. episode? Should we title this episode Jackson Quits Again? <laughs> yes. Just keep running, just keep running yes. that gag. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> no, put, call it Jackson Quits and in parentheses for real. Gone wrong. <laughs> Super for realsies this time. Jackson Quits because of World War Three. Just the clickbaitiest, fakest shit. Yeah. 
Yeah. Jackson gets drafted, has to leave the podcast. Blaine <laughs> gets shot down <laughs> by the fires. Jackson was on that flight. It was on fire. Ooh, that would have been funny if we went with that. Somehow just... I read this poll about how apparently a lot of American just teens and millennials can't even place Iran in a map. Some of them put Iran into America. They thought it's, it was in America. So if we somehow said that his plane <laughs> flew over Iran yeah. and got shot down, I feel like there'd be at least one person oh. out there who'd believe it initially. Oh, there'd be oh, Kai, so Kai, many Maya, people. My favorite was, I, I read that same thing, and it was like, I think 25% of people knew where Iran was, and like only less than that knew where it was close. There were about five or six people who put it somewhere in the ocean. <laughs> that was my favorite one. Like Atlantis? Like it's 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 an unmarked map. So it's an unmarked map, but it clearly shows the difference between land and sea. And a bunch of people just were like, it's the, in the middle of the fucking ocean. That's awesome. That's like a weird form of racism, you know. Yeah, first thing when you say Iran is like you'd put it in the middle of a desert because they're all sand people or something in your head, but then oh well, you know, let's try the other way. Maybe they're in the middle of the ocean with the fishes. <laughs> on a boat they relocated <laughs> god it's that's their, fucking dumb uh, it's their off center it's their fucking outlet <coughs> oh iran what a what a what a silly country lately oh they, no I, they get in my opinion killed in my opinion they have now surpassed officially they have surpassed north korea as the planet's lol cow mm -hmm. Uh, oh, that's maybe recently, but North Korea is just so bizarre. But like, North did, have we talked about the whole Iran thing and how Charlie North Korea is of getting drafted is, you know, they'll, you know they're going to come back for the title belt. I'm sure, you know, they still got to fight in them. They're like Floyd Mayweather, you know, every couple of years he retires, but then he has to come back to whoop ass. So North Korea, we're going to see a whole lot more of them. But Iran, my God, day after day, there was just another thing that's making you laugh from your belly it's the latest thing is they they did a short movie where they attacked the white house and it, they shoddily photoshopped trump into the video and he's dead it's it's the best now they're doing the oh is it like the videos. kingsman video that is it like uh, the kingsman one where someone uh photoshopped trump's no. face on like oh, oh okay. well kinda but like in reverse so it's it's the short movie they made where the white house explodes and then there's like trump's corpse lying <laughs> in the White House debris, and it's a bunch of Iranians just cheering. Mm. I, I can't say I've seen that Martin seen Scorsese that film yet. <laughs> the, only, uh, the only one that I know that makes me laugh is just their fucking response to everything. So their, their general gets killed, and they go, well, you'll pay for this, America. And then they get 50 people killed in a stampede celebrating <laughs> the guy's death. Okay. <laughs> and then and then later they go, all right, take this, America. And they launch missiles at an American base and only kill Iraqi soldiers. So and on, then wanna... later they go. Did they even I think they came out later that revealed that not even Iraqis died. I think that was the um, initial reporting. And even that was wrong. I want to go over this timeline. So you guys bomb Qasem Soleimani. Kesedia Salami, whatever the fuck his name is. He dies, one of the top terrorists. All right, that's it. You guys bomb him in Iraq, not on Irani sovereign ground, which is, you know, he's been on every country's target. Everyone else wanted to bomb him anyway. You're, you guys just went ahead and did it finally. Uh, Iran gets a bug up their ass. They get a little angry. And so then the Iranian government, so 
it's a it's a dictatorship, right? They force all of their citizens into the streets, and they force them all into a single street because they cut out, uh, they close off the roads, every other road, and they force everyone into a single road during the funeral to create some sort of a sea of people to show like, oh, look at how many of our citizens came to this funeral. So because they forced all of the citizens into a single road, it starts a stampede where 50 of them or something die. A couple dozen of them die in a stampede. The rest of the world is laughing. Then they shoot a couple of rockets into an Iraqi base where Americans are supposedly stationed. And now we know that they called ahead and warned the people they were shooting the rockets at to warn them. Uh, to well, say pretty that, polite, though. Yeah, I appreciate that's that. That's good table manners. So, yeah, they said, listen, this is a symbolic attack. We were not actually looking to kill any Americans because if we do, you know, they'll fuck us up. Oh, yeah, this originally all started because, you know, the Iranians tried to break into a fucking American embassy and lynch the people inside. Um, so where are we at now? Oh, yeah. And then, you know, Twitter is aflame. World War Three, World War Three. A plane crashes. This is like early Wednesday morning or something, like I said, or Tuesday evening, I think. I forget. And immediately, I know, ah, they shot it down. Because it just, it was laugh after laugh. I mean, it sucks for those people. But immediately, Iran comes out and says, oh, it was a technical failure. The black box? Yeah. It'll probably take us two months to return it. And then the very next day, reports of people, they started bulldozing. <laughs> the crash sites and removing all of the debris and cleaning the top <laughs> and Jesus. everyone else is like i didn't know that okay well you know you're, you're not really supposed to bulldoze a crash site and where's the black box while well, you're not getting it back uh and then in independence and you know the canadians came out and said that according to all of the data so usually with a plane crash if you look at that shit you know with the 737 v max or whatever it was that were crashing you can actually in real time follow that crash on the internet. Like most companies do that where you can follow their planes' altitude and speed. And you can follow their descent from the sensors uh, on the plane in real time. But th in this case, the, you couldn't. The plane ascended and then all of a sudden there was no more data. They kind of lost connection. They didn't even descend. Just because usually that only happens when you, you know, shoot a rocket at a plane accidentally so they accidentally shot down a plane that originated in their own airport i don't even know how the fuck that happens it's like if i mean imagine ugh, fuck that's just yeah i think january 2020 iran is the top lol cow north korea will have to try harder well you you missed the last part that was the part i actually find really funny after all of that uh, like a day later, they issued an official statement saying they are done retaliating, which is <laughs> their it. way of saying next time we'll, we won't be so we we'll, won't be so easy on you. Next time, where we're gonna go full force. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Right, so they shot a bunch of missiles yeah. at the Iraqi base. Nobody died. If anyone died, they killed the wrong people. I don't even know if that much is true. And then they said, "Our yeah, that'll teach you." <laughs> so it was done. Had enough yet? That's kind of cartoony, though. That's like, yeah, that's like a that's a good ending, though. I guess that's like in Silent Hill when you get the ending where the dog summons aliens from behind the curtain or something. That's kind of goofy. Oh that's good though. Yeah, I mean it's better than actual war, but there was never ever going to yeah. be a world war, Charlie. So can we embarrass you right now? Should we mention this? 
Are you okay with that? Yeah, I mean, asking I'm if you were going to get drafted <laughs> into the war. <laughs> well, it's not like it was keeping me awake at night, but you never know. Oh, it, it, oh it, fuck it off! You said it you were really worried you. about the draft with, with Iran. Oh, he was. I we, never we, said. <laughs> I never. No, you said. never. You never said. You expressed it in your body language. We all went to City Walk in Orlando, which is like a my big body, oh my of, God. Hang on, hang my on. My body hang language on. was reading about what happened, and Andrew's hey, taking uh, it as like I was living in fear. For for an hour, just because I was reading Twitter, you were. Oh come on! You, you we were, were in my we chat. Were you were in the chat. We going were like... in a rest. We were eating at a restaurant in CityWalk, all of us together. And Charlie's nose deep into his phone, looking up like the requirements to be drafted. And I never he's going to go to war in Iran. You looked that up because <laughs> you was were reading... worried about it. You, you people people were looking what into it. This is so embarrassing. About it. I was just on you Twitter reading about it. just on Discord, going, "Are you sure that nothing's going to come from this? What about this and this?" And I said one line on Discord. Single one to Kaya. <laughs> yeah, you said. Yeah, trying to show said, him think- like, oh, you said nothing's going to come from this, huh? Take a look at this. <laughs> yeah, and asking about the draft, you guys, meaning you American, whatever the fuck, you young people, you crashed the Selective Services website looking up if you're going to get drafted. They had to go on Twitter <laughs> and correct a record, and they had to tweet out that, no, there's not going to be a fucking draft for a war with but fucking Iran. It's like, if you were worried about be- getting drafted into a war with, like, Bush people from Africa, it's not going to happen, okay? So that happens. And then, like, your excuse for hyperventilating about this to me in the chat and Discord, you're like, Makaya, like, One Trump line. is on Twitter tweeting, tweeting angrily, like, that's never happened before. Are you telling tw- <laughs> He's saying, he's talking shit on Twitter? No way. It was a single line about war crimes. Dude was like, I'm going to bomb your most famous Iranian celebrity just for lols. Charlie, at one point I looked up the draft requirements and I noticed that you didn't weigh enough in your height class. And I said, yeah, Charlie, you can't be drafted. And your first response is, well, that's really relieving. I feel a lot better. (laughs) That was the first thing you said. Well, I mean, yeah, it's good news. (laughs) Also, you were wrong, Andrew. You couldn't even look up the requirements properly. That's if you're a fucking five foot something much taller. At my height, I needed to weigh only 115, which I exceed. Yeah, but Charlie did just, what you're missing is you, you got jokered, right? What your media did this past week, it's the exact same thing they did with jokers. Oh man, it would be such a shame if some violence happens because of this movie. It would be such a shame if Trump's assassination has started a world war, right? Uh, You kids, you're all going to get drafted. Click this article. That's what they did. And you you fell for it. This shit was trending at like 3 million tweets about World War 3. Oh, what are we going to happen? This is just another... It's fucking Iran. They accidentally shot down a plane and that was it. And st- killed people. Their own plane. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> they accidentally shot down their own plane. It's... You have to... I'm just saying like, you can never be too sure. Oh, child. Okay. So first of all, even if you did meet the criteria... <laughs> They don't need you, Charlie, okay? I feel like you guys are always forgetting that, technically speaking, like, the American military is the strongest force in the observable universe known to man. You have the strongest military (laughs) in the history of our species right now. There's never been an empire this strong. You might get matched by Russia and China if they, like, band it together, but not by Iran. Yeah, I was never worried. I found it. I found it humorous, though. Uh, yeah, 
That was. I'd a... argue differently. Andrew's body language suggested great <laughs> uneasiness to me. Hey man, I didn't have my my face buried in my phone at dinner. That's you absolutely did. What no. are you talking about? No, I was on my phone less than you were at that city walk oh, dinner. Oh, not true. Uh-huh. No, sir. Absolutely. No, sir. I placed all of our orders. What? That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah, that's not Can't an alibi. Can't do your face is in your phone. Got him. Was Jackson scared? Jackson no. thought that Australia would be dragged into it. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's a country yeah, that's ja- Jackson's <laughs> actual, uh... connected to any of the other continents is suddenly going to find itself in the middle of it. <laughs> Jackson's actual goes. thoughts were, well, Australian fo- Australia follows America and whatever they do, so we're going to get involved. Oh, <laughs> it was a fun, it was a fun day. Uh, Great day at Disney. Yeah, a whole fun week. Oh, well. And now everyone's disappointed. All the journalists, they're a little, they're pissed off, man. They just cannot get a W, you know? They're just, they keep taking the L's. First, Joker didn't cause any violence, and now World War Three didn't happen. I kind of feel bad for him. With all the wishing and praying that they're that they've attempted, all the fear mongering, mass hysteria they're trying to start. Uh, it's it's got to be tough. Yeah, poor journalists. No offense to any Iranian fans, by the way. It's that none of us have a problem with you guys. It's just that your regime, your government, is the lol cow. I feel bad for them. Like the citizens are right now on the streets rioting and you know protesting, but we're not hearing about it because they have no internet. Uh, it's banned again. Shut down. Fun. Yeah. What else is there? <laughs> what else we got? Uh, Disney sucks. Yeah. What part? Disney isn't fun anymore. All of Disney World is fucking unbearable. Why? It's such a shithole. They let in like a million people a day, which makes every line go up to three hours to even just ride like living off the land. The uh, the baby roller coaster in Toy Story was an over two hour wait, and that was like the least crowded ride. We tried to go to Star Wars World for Jackson to make his little dreams come true, but it, we couldn't do anything there. It was over an hour just to get into one of the bars. Yep, and you could only go ahead. Yeah, you couldn't so... do the build a lightsaber either because people had already booked in advance to do that all the way until January twentieth. That was the next available date. And keep in mind, we went on, like, the, the, what, the 7th, the 6th, before that. Yeah, Disney is getting too crowded to be fun. Wait, what do we do then? I'm sure a lot of the attractions... We didn't do anything. We walked around and then went to Epcot to eat. And Epcot's food sucks, by the way. (laughs) Epcot has the worst fucking food out of any place I've ever been in my entire goddamn life. uh, Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. Epcot does have good restaurants, but Italy is trash. No, no, no. Yeah. They're all bad. I've eaten at Japan, Italy, uh, Canada. Not, sorry, not Canada. France. And one more I'm blanking on. It's all bad. They have these really strict protocols where they have to overcook all of your meat just to make sure you don't get a foodborne illness. So anytime you get meat at Epcot, it fucking blows. It's the driest shit in the world. It's like eating sand. It's terrible. Fucking terrible. I hate Epcot's Yeah, that food. meal was terrible. I mean, it, Disney, there's just too many people. And I'm sure the attractions are fun, but it's gotten to the point where Disney's, like, Disney's doing the thing that free-to-play games do, where they go for the whales. They're looking for the people who come to Disney for a week. 
So they just let everyone in, and the only people who actually have fun are the ones who can dedicate days and days to doing the parks and waiting in lines and yeah. being obsessed with Disney. Going but on if you go, one if ride you go there for a, day, a whole day. Yeah, if you go there for just a day, like if you live in the Florida area or are visiting, you will you won't have fun. There is not a reasonable good day experience you can have in just 24 hours, or not even 24 hours, however long the park's open. Well, even if you're there for a week, you have to dedicate each day to a single ride worth of waiting, because it's two and a half, three hours of waiting in that line. So it's getting there, going through the security, getting on the gondolas to get to the parks, then you get to the line, which is three hours, you ride the four-minute ride, and then you're done. And by the time that's all said and done, you've been there for six hours already, and the park's about to close. You know your day at Disney really sucks ass when the most fun thing you do all day is ride the sky carts that take you between the parks. That's the only thing you can ride is the sky (laughs) carts and the monorails. And those sky carts are actually pretty fun. I enjoyed them. (laughs) Great review. Yeah, it's like the the absolute worst one is Star Wars World, where it's just a constant fucking sea of people. And like Charlie said, even the bar had an hour wait and everything there is just like get in a line, get in a line, get in a line get in the line yeah i don't know why people even still go to these amusement parks i don't get it i really don't get it it's fucking I don't, terrible uh, i don't know how people have fun at them like it, it's is it so like families with their kids see these people what is it yeah and they're disney fanatics they're these people who dedicate their life to disney and that's their whole personality like if they ever had to write a profile on themselves all they write is like i'm a disney holic i go to disney where i would be right now disney it's like how did how the fuck do you live your life like that jesus disney's so not great it's terrible it's not not great it is downright (laughs) awful it's beautiful to look at and the parks are cute and shit but you can't do anything you pay a hundred dollars a hundred dollars and more to get in to go in and spend more money and walk around endlessly you can't even do the rides because the lines are too long. The fast passes get sold out, so you can't fast pass it. A fast pass line is still over an hour of waiting as well. It's terrible. It's fucking terrible. It's a <laughs> it waste. Really it's is. an absolute waste of time. And you're a fucking idiot if you go to Disney. That's my review. It also kind of sucks because it's taken away a lot of the thunder from some great parks. Like uh, Universal and Islands of Adventure is really, really good. And that's fucking down the street. And then here in Tampa, you have Bush Gardens, which is incredible. And if you go to those parks, uh, what, at the most 30-minute wait yeah, for a ride? Maybe. And, like, they have really great insane. rides. That's not bad, though, because 30 minutes isn't that bad in a place no, like that. It goes not. by fast. Yeah. I mean, fucking, fucking Bush Gardens, which I can't shut up about how much I love. I went twice in the last, like, six months. 10-minute wait at the most for any ride. Mo- a lot of lines a lot of rides had no lines and that's because everyone went to fucking disney instead and it's like it's not it's not as good it's not even nearly as good in terms of ride and experience it's the same shit i don't know it's just bad it's really bad disney is genuinely an <laughs> awful place to be <laughs> so this is just one more in a long line of star wars disappointments for jackson He was heartbroken When we we got to Star Wars World Jackson's very first words were Wow I can already see it's not going to be as good As I thought it would be (laughs) (laughs) Jesus why does he still like That franchise it's like Stockholm Uh, Syndrome at this it's like the sunk cost Fallacy at this point he's just invested So much time and money into being a fan He doesn't want to stop Also uh 
One of the, one of the other fun things, one of the fun bait and switches they do is the new Star Wars ride is called like Rise of the Resistance or something. And they're doing the new system, which was first premiered at Jimmy Fallon's Race Through New York. Great, great, great ride, ride, by the way. Great ride. If you go to Universal Studios, make sure to ride Jimmy Fallon's ride. It's incredible. Um, but they have what's called a digital queue. And it means instead of actually waiting in a line or even waiting in a fast pass, you sign up for a time to ride the ride on your phone. And it, it's a great system because, you know, you get to the park and you go, oh, well, the our ride, we will ride 330. So we'll, we'll watch some shows. We'll go on other rides. We'll get some food. And then we just come here at 330 and we get to ride the ride. Perfect. But what Disney does is you can't book the ride unless you're in the park. Because they know because of your scanned ticket. So what happens is they open the park and the new ride is so fucking popular, it immediately sells out one minute after the park gates open. And in fact, they open them an hour early just so people can book their seat on this ride. It sells out. So 99% of people who come, they get off the gondola or get out of the car and they get to see a little sign that says, we are sorry, Rise of the Resistance has been booked through today. And that is 99% of people who come to the park get but that But they experience. still get money from the people that don't get to book who wanted to because you have to go in the park to get that information that it's exactly. sold out. Oh. Exactly. You can't do it. If, okay. if you could do it online, I'd be fine with it. You sit yeah, down well, and you go, honey, we're booking our Disney vacation. How about right, in February just, when, you know, there's room, we sign up for this ride. Uh, no, nope, you have to be in the park to do it. It sounds like a lot of this could maybe be solved or alleviated if they treated it like a movie screening. You go online, you buy a ticket for a certain yeah. time. You're either there or you're not. And you know when it is. But if you have to get uh, buy a ticket to get into the place in the first place to see that it's sold out, that's scummy. Scummy as fuck. Oh, it's, by, it's it's deplorable. It's absolutely deplorable. By this point, Disney, the only thing I can see alleviating it is they need to go full itinerary. Like you you say you go, you're go, you going to get your tickets and you go, ah, oh, February 5th is when I'll go to Disney. And they go, here's the rides we have open that day. Here's when you can put the times. You literally plan a schedule so everything operates by that. Because right now it's, oh, come for a week and make sure that this one day you two, you do your two rides or you're fucked. It's terrible. It's just really bad. You should try this. The chat just said, why didn't you say you're YouTubers? Maybe like contact them, say you're review reviewers, <laughs> you want an early access pass. You <laughs> Because I'm sure they do that do sort of stuff, they... right? For for like no. bloggers or something. No? Isn't isn't no, there like there's no way. You know they, how they have they early screenings something... for movie reviewers? Don't they have ride reviewers? I know, I know they do something for influencers, but I think you have to be under Disney's circle. Like, uh, I know for a oh. fact the people who run the biggest Star Wars podcast, they uh, some of them got, like, exclusive passes to go and, like, review it and check it out and talk about it on their show before it was kind of fully open. But, I mean, even then, think about it. It's Disney. You're going to be competing still against, like, a million other people who meet that qualification, you know? Yeah, I think you're right, though. I think they do do something for these, like, uh, roller coaster YouTubers. Because just typing in Rise of the Resistance brings up a YouTube channel about SoCal attractions. And it looks like they just yeah. get to do every Disney ride ever. They have, wow. like, 50 videos here. One of them is Rise of the Resistance, of course. I, I still stand by my mantra, though. Disney is now too crowded to be fun. The, well, the yeah, only just, way to solve it is I'm one, said, schedule it, or two, sell us tickets, and Disney won't do either. Or game the system. Mm -hmm. You have a big YouTuber there, Charlie. Just call call up, say you and your entourage, you want to test a new ride and maybe give it a good review. <laughs> Great review. <laughs> 
Who would you even contact? I don't know. They have uh, relations for like media and shit. They have an influencer hotline. They probably do, honestly. <laughs> There's oh, yeah, definitely Jackson a, a person place. at Disney. <laughs> oh yeah. He's from Australia. He's the we should just say he's like an Australian celebrity or talk show host. Yeah, it's not far from the truth. The official podcast's most frequent guest. <laughs> <laughs> it's so frequent he even gets a cut. <laughs> he gets a percentage. That's so cute. But yeah, stop going to Disney. If you're out there listening right now, please, for the love of God, Central Florida has so many great places to go. It doesn't just have Disney. Please. Yeah, fucking but please. It's fun spot, bang. It's even worse for... Fun spot's excellent. Like, you guys drive, like, what, two hours to get to that place? And even that is just dreadful. People come yeah, all over the world to go to Disney. Like Jackson just flying yeah. 30 hours just to get into a theme park See, and then he doesn't even get to write that shit. That's what I that's what I think a lot of it is why people love Disney. I don't remember the the like mental thing that happens. I think it's sunk cost fallacy, but it's where people go, oh, my God, I flew all the way here. I'm going to Florida. I normally live in Deco North Dakota and I'm I'm finally flying to sunny Florida and I'm with my family and we planned this for months and I I looked at the kids and I went Disney Disney and they went Disney and here we are and it fucking blows but I'm so <laughs> excited to be with my family and here in Florida and I we got so amped up that of course I'm going to love it anyway mm. I I think that's exactly what happens they're so invested in the mindset and being on vacation that they just love no matter what they would be given wow burnt shitty chicken and a ride that I don't even get to go on this is the greatest at least I'm not at the office doing more reports <laughs> You guys I, are really I really angry. believe that's what most people at Disney do. Because <laughs> it sucks, man. You, you drive for us. For us, you drive an hour and a half and pay almost three hundred dollars if you go with a friend for nothing. Kaya, for nothing. If you if we did this when you were here, I, I don't know how you'd even like make it back home. You'd be trying to burn Disney down every chance you got. It is bad. Let me give you guys a price comparison. Also, if you're looking to central. We went to Universal. What? No, we went to Universal. Oh, Let me okay. also give you a price comparison. For those of you out there who like to really like get your money's worth, one park hopper pass for one day at Disney is $160, roughly. A season pass to Bush Gardens, being able to go every year or every day of the year and bring a guest for free is for $20 more, you can go to the park whenever the fuck you want. You make it sound like this podcast <laughs> is sponsored by Bush Gardens. Oh, they're not. I just really like Bush Gardens. I think it's great. Contact but them. It's just Disney is just... <laughs> Have them sponsor Disney's us. also... We, it's something we didn't even touch on. Disney's also absolutely expensive. Extremely expensive. Fucking blue milk in Star Wars Land is $9 for like an 8-ounce glass. Blue milk? Yeah, also that... That it's literally a slushy. It's it's just yeah, a slushy. It's an, it's an in the eight ounces too. So like not even your regular kitchen glass smaller than that yeah. of, of a slushy is nine dollars. It's not even like a unique flavor of slushy. It's genuinely a gas station <laughs> slushy. Yeah. It's pretty pathetic. And then meanwhile, right next door, you go to Harry Potter World and you get a full glass of butter beer and it's delicious and it actually tastes like something unique. Yeah, I agree. Uh, also, uh, another thing, 
you're waiting in a lot of these queues just to spend extra money. For example, that building your own lightsaber, that's not a free attraction. I know. So that's, oh, bo oh. that's booked out every day <laughs> till January 20th is the la the only available one. And you're paying $150 to build that lightsaber. So Let you're scheduling you with, uh... to spend bonus money. Let me hit you with another good one that I saw, a nice little bait and switch. You go to the droid center, which is like it's a little a little workshop interaction attraction. Like you you walk in and you have a guy and he's like, ah, I'm going to help you build your droid. First, you pick your base, then you pick your your arms and your head, and then we'll go to the welding station, and put it all together. It's kind of like Build-A-Bear, but it's like robots. And uh, what you do is you can wait in line to make a droid. You can you can stand in the literal over two hour long line. But then when you're finished with it, you go to the front desk and they go, that'll be a hundred dollars. Oh, you, you're not going to pay. You don't get to keep the robot. Thank, thank you for doing the attraction, but it's a hundred dollars to keep it. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? A hundred dollars for a fucking shit plastic toy where you can buy a better one at Walmart for like 30 bucks. It's fucking baffling how anyone can defend a trip to disney world i know <laughs> i'm liking this passion <laughs> so, yeah, it makes me angry i haven't felt hatred for an organization or a place like this ever it's something super special <laughs> kind of bummed i'm not getting jackson's perspective here it must have been real hard we can ask him about it when you we'll talk about it if he returns if, to the podcast if. yeah Mm. so did he look like yeah. slumped over and sad by the end of the day he was really passive aggressive about the whole thing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like what <laughs> and he, he was like yeah I'm, I'm glad this was the focal point of my trip and shit like that yeah. I, had a, I had a good time at Disney where it dreams was, come true shit like it's that. sad when we had more fun at Legoland than at Disney <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck oh man but please, just don't just don't go to Disney, please. I'm begging you. Uh, if you do take Jackson with you. <laughs> yeah, just keep disappointing him <laughs> endlessly. This will be the day, Jackson. We'll get on a ride. What That's a fun. wild waste of time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, he has to go back to his burning country. Yeah. Well, Epcot's amazing because it has Judy Dench on spaceship. That's what is it, Spaceship America? No, Spaceship Earth. The Earth, only good thing yeah. about Epcot is the drinking stuff going around the world to try different yeah. drinks. But if you're eating there, you're wasting your time. I will. So I will give them props and credit as well on that. Uh, the food and wine festival at Epcot is really, really good. But that's because it's a big open area with a lot of different stores. And, you know, you're not waiting in line for an hour for the food that tastes like shit. Mm -hmm. It's actually good. Yeah, but uh, that's only for th I think three months out of the year. Oh, we we didn't even talk about our dinner. We only mentioned that it sucked. Fucking <laughs> Italy, good god, good good fucking lord. It, it, I don't know how the fuck they fuck it up so bad. We're walking around Epcot, and Epcot's whole thing is it's themed by countries, and we we eventually decide we'll eat in Italy. That's safe, uh, you know, unassuming food that everyone will like and. Good fucking God. How does a restaurant that's supposed to be Italy just serve shit worse than Olive Garden? Do they have to? I don't understand. They they walk over and they go, ah, buongiorno. It's Italy. Have fun. Here's your breadsticks. And they give you <laughs> prepackaged breadsticks. 
Yeah, they actually give what you store-bought breadsticks, and when they give you, like, bread, <laughs> like how most Italian places give you a little appetizer bread before anything, it's hard as a fucking brick. It is the yeah. stalest, oldest, it's genuinely like <laughs> chewing glass with almost as much flavor. It's unfucking real so what is that is that also a disney thing i just don't understand a fucking italian restaurant giving you pre-packaged breadsticks part of italian cuisine is they have great bread and your meal starts with like bread and olive oil literally you can look at the fucking company logo on it that makes the breadsticks it's insane how the fuck do they get away with that and and also it's expensive as shit you sit down and we all almost all of us got the special which was uh chicken alfredo and it was a single chicken breast, which was very small and extremely dry, and a generic Alfredo pasta for $30. I don't like when people say that it's dry because that makes us sound pretentious. When we say dry, imagine like if someone took a chicken, froze it after it's already been cooked, and then ran it over with a car tire. It is so yeah. fucking bad. It, it was is miserable. Terrible. Terrible. And it's not just Italy that's sucking fuck at Epcot. I went to the hibachi place in Japan before this one. It was like eight months ago. The hibachi place had the... Gr- I had to watch them ruin chicken, rice, and vegetables <laughs> in front of me since it's hibachi. They cook it on the fucking grill in front of you, as hibachi chefs are known to do. But they overcook it by like 10 minutes. As your chicken's going from like a nice, moist center, I'm watching it dry out, whittle away, and turn to this cadaver of a chicken breast. This fucking <laughs> Frankenstein's little monster zombie here of chicken in front of me as the rice is off to the side, getting turned into like fucking mashed up sandpaper. It's terrible. Do you it's think it's maybe awful. just they cook the shit out of everything to avoid lawsuits from like food poisoning? Yeah. A hundred percent. It's oh, to avoid yeah. foodborne illnesses. No oh, doubt God, and I'm, I'm fucking looking into this shit. I hate this cult of Disney garbage. I'm looking up like their food and their chicken and all the bad restaurants. The fucking one of the top articles is Disney's world. Disney World's worst restaurant isn't that bad. And yeah. he dives into defending it. There is this fucking cult of Disney where everything is good. And no matter what, everything is magical and excellent and the best. It fucking blows. Oh, and when I ate at France, I got a medium rare steak. I'm not a big meat eater or a a red meat eater anymore. But when I do, it's medium rare. I got a medium rare steak and that shit came out looking like something you'd find in a sewer. It was still (laughs) somehow like turbo well done. And passed off as my medium rare steak that I ordered. It's fucking incredible. It was like Santa Claus gave me a lump of coal for being a naughty Epcot boy. It was miserable. Fucking miserable. Why do you keep going back? All of these stories like, yeah, eight months ago I went and then six months ago it also sucked. And then yesterday it really sucked and that was extra expensive. I'm going next month. To be fair to us, to be be fair to us, Jackson was visiting and Disney is the only place that is Star Wars world. Yeah, Epcot wasn't the plan. We were going to spend the day at Disney, but Disney was so crowded and so shitty. We needed a fallback. So Epcot was only a small gondola ride away. So it only made sense to go. And plus, we were all hungry and everything in Star Wars world had an hour long wait just to get fast food that's fried in the fucking garbage can. So we went to Epcot. We all had more fun at fucking Fun Spot, which is a theme park in Orlando the size of a Costco. Yeah, Fun Spot. And that was a great, great theme park. And all of us had a great time. But fuck it. Fuck Disney.
Just oh, <laughs> oh. oh it's no. really bad. It's super fucking. Anytime I, it's not like I like going to Epcot. By the way, Kaya, it's just somehow when all plans fail in Orlando, all roads lead to Epcot's utter disappointment. Just to seal it with a nice shit cherry on top. <laughs> It's not like I'm planning to go to Epcot for these awful, godforsaken meals that look like something out of a Fallout universe. <laughs> That's all. Awesome. Jesus Christ, I'd rather, I'd rather be eating the fucking bottle caps than the food they serve at Epcot. <laughs> Why is it so successful then? Do people just not know the difference? No wonder. It can't it's, just it's all fangirling. It can't it's it's brand just name. be fangirling. There has to be at least one dad who's there with his kids and he's like grumpy, like, what the fuck is this food? No, there has to be, but I'm telling you, it's delusion. Like, I've already flown all the way from Switzerland for this Disney experience, so I might as well try this uh, this Italian food. Ah, oh, what the fuck? It's terrible, but it's Disney, so I'm wrong. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, but then it's, I feel like once they, those people are back, I mean, people love bitching. You Don't you think they'd be going on their Yelps and Reddits and talking about what a waste it was and nobody no, else should do it? No, because here's the, here's the other thing, Disney. Kaya. Here's the other thing. Disney is the master of fan service and they play it just well. You got to remember, these are people going to Disney and they go, oh, my God, I'm such a big fan of Ratatouille. Oh, my God. If I see Toy Story, I'm going to lose my mind. What? I can't fucking believe how good good of a movie Pocahontas is and then you go there and you're walking around and you look at the sky carts and look it's the Ratatouille cart and you're walking around and oh look it's the fucking little sign from yeah, this and oh it's that and this it it fucking jacks them off with how much they love Disney properties that they're just bombarded with things I, they like I, no, I genuinely I think there's some type of there might be like some type of terraforming device planted in the Epcot ball or something that's just transmuting <laughs> taste buds of some fucking <laughs> shit tasted people because I swear to God, they could serve you a corpse on a plate and people would still go wild about how great it was and flavorful. Yeah. That's insane. It, it is. is. I, I want to take you to Epcot, Kaya. Fuck I want that. you to experience <laughs> it now. Why, after all of these you stories, got, would you got to ride Spaceship Earth. I've got to try every restaurant in the park so I can really have a full-formed <laughs> opinion on just how fucking terrible of a place that is. Would they let us like film there with a you know running gun mic and a GoPro just as we're eating? Yeah, live I mean, streaming it. You I, have I filmed. To, I filmed. Yeah. If you really want to film like that, though, you got to get a permit or something. Mm, I think it's only if you go on some of the rides you need that kind of special stuff. Because filming normally, I'm pretty sure is fine. I've seen videos of just GoPros and people putting on a little performance or whatever. Just do a fucking hidden camera like they do with like. Uh, restaurant ins inspections sneak your way into the kitchen look at these conditions as cockroaches and shit <laughs> blow the case wide if there's open. cockroaches if there's cockroaches i'd prefer they just throw those on the grill than what they're serving <laughs> up currently <laughs> oh, how frustrating <laughs> and you, you just know we're gonna get ass. just a bunch of hate from people we're going to get a bunch of hate no. from people. You just don't know how to like Disney. You just don't know how to have fun at Disney. It's, you're, <laughs> you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. You're, you're, do, you're Disney. Oh, you, you know what they would say? You know what they would say? You're Disneying all wrong. Yeah, you just don't get it. I've never met those people yeah, who've I've... seen that stuff, so I'm kind of happy. I can't even imagine it. I can't imagine such a crowd who would go to what you're describing and be happy about it or defensive. Yeah, it's it really is an experience, man. I, I really think next time you come over, we're planning a trip to Epcot. <laughs>
Yeah, but that's we'll not do fun during for the me, food and for wine us. Fight. That's not entertainment. No, we'll do it. That's just torture. Well, well no, uh, I'll definitely record it this time, but we'll do it during food and wine. So after we go to the shit restaurants, you can at least have the good food and wine from outside at the kiosks. Yeah, that little, is actually good food. I yeah, don't know what changes. Little snacks and wines are actually decent. That's yeah. what, yeah, what a little solace. Mm-hmm. I'm still mad about Italy. That was the, the lowest fucking point. I can't fucking believe that. $30 for the most basic bitch chicken Alfredo, and they cook it wrong. So is that it's like... It's that they cook it wrong. It. It's that they fucking annihilated it. So is that just where... They fucking where, incinerated it. You know, kind of clueless, sheltered, fat Americans go so they can feel cultured about eating food from different cultures, but, you know, they still get the overcooked American-style garbage. That was a good question I had while we were there. It's like, do some of these people feel demeaned? Does this feel weird? Because in Epcot, every every culture, for the most part, the people who work there are from that place. Like, if you go to the Italian restaurant, everyone who works there is from Italy. But nah, isn't they, this just kind of like a song and dance, like from the 50s, where it's like, look at the strange new cultures. Like I, I thought it, of that, it too, especially weird. especially because of our waiter. He had to keep saying Mamma Mia. Like it's yeah. Super Mario. <laughs> That's not a joke. He, he said it That's at least five awesome. or six times. It's like, like I'm go not, to I'm the Nigerian to... cafe. It's a bunch of dudes in blackface. Like, what can <laughs> we get you? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not I'm not trying to say I'm offended or any of that. I'm definitely not. But it just feels like maybe Epcot's kind of a time capsule now. It's super. Where, yeah, it's super tone deaf. Yeah. I think it's just weird. Like, yeah. if I'm going. Like, it's great to, like, go look at, like, the replicas of Italy, but I don't want to yeah. go in and feel like I'm walking into stereotypes. It's weird. That's exactly... Epcot should be renamed Stereotype World, because that's what it is. It genuinely fucking is. <laughs> like, it's, I can't even imagine how many times he has to say Mamma Mia every day. Yeah. That's fucking it's awesome. It's just off-putting. How do they get away with it, then? We have goddamn articles about how Mario needs to be decolonized or some shit because he's an Italian stereotype. Because every once in a while he says Mamma Mia. How is Disney getting away with this restaurant then? Because it's fucking Disney. I don't get it, man. I don't know how they're getting away with this food. It's a hate crime on a plate. It's terrible. <laughs> oh, that's fucking sad. Do they have a turkey? A turkey country club thing? Restaurant? No. What oh, do they? No. They have something close, though. They have... Um... They just have Middle East. It's <laughs> fucking goat fucker <laughs> cafe. <laughs> What do they have? People in ISIS jumpsuits serve you food. I got the. Do they have hungry? Is that what it is? I got the list here. They have these are the countries of Epcot. They have Canada, the United Kingdom, France, Morocco, Japan, the U.S., Italy, Germany, China, Norway, and Mexico. Uh, I thought they had hungry. I find it funny that they have the United States. Like, what's the fucking point? Also, every restaurant. Thank you. Thank you for coming all the way to Disney. Here's some hot dogs and hamburgers. All the no, United I, I can States see restaurants are closed now. I can see why that would be there for the foreign tourists, right? If you're a German, you go there, oh, you're yeah. like, oh, I want to eat an American burger. Okay, Let's see what fair. it's all about. That's totally fair. It's closed. It Their their only American restaurant is closed. So. Yeah, they just figured the whole park is already is a really? walking stereotype for Americans. They don't need an extra racist cafe. <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird when you think about it. 
Epcot came up in, I think, the early 80s is when it first was a thing, the late 70s. And it's like back then you didn't have the internationalism that we had now. It's like we didn't have the Internet and communication wasn't as easy because you had like collect calls and phones and all that shit. So I get making a spectacle of, oh, look, this is how they live in China. Look at their food. Whoa. <laughs> but now it's like you have the Internet and TV shows all about this shit. It's like, where's the where's the thing? What, what's the point? It is genuinely uncomfortable, though. I keep going back to the Italian one. That poor guy <laughs> had to keep saying like the most generic, almost like racial Italian like shit ever. Not just Mamma Mia, but he had to keep saying like no stuff like that. What was another one? He had to... Um, Fuck! It was the bir- they did a birthday thing and oh yeah, what the fuck was it? They had a little birthday song and it was like an Italian or something. No, it wasn't even an Italian. It was literally like what? God, what was it? It's another popular one, like in mob movies when they have like the Italians, like in The uh, Irishman. It's like another one of those little sayings that's just dreadfully outdated. Comprende? What capiche? Capiche, ah, I think it was Capiche. Uh, I'm pretty ah. sure it was Capiche. Yeah. It's a wild fucking place, man. <laughs> uh, it's a fucking shame they don't have turkey. Yeah. It just feels outdated. <laughs> I'd love to. If they did have turkey, I'd go there just to see. Just to like... Because I feel like Turkish people would at least have some very strong national pride of working there. Like if I, as a... A Turkish person looked at him like, what the fuck are you doing <laughs> in this embarrassing, stereotypical <laughs> thing? You, you have a fucking machete by your side. There's a goat. What is going on here? I feel like he'd get red in the face. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's, that's you, just where, that's where it feels weird. Like the people working there, do they feel really good working there? Do they do they feel really prideful? I'm wondering where it's they come job. from, because... A well, lot they of, come from Italy. No, no, no. If I, they're in Italy. I know, but does Epcot, like, deport them or something? Like, how, how do they get them from Italy to here? Oh, I'm sure they apply. You think I mean, so? think about it. It's, it's fucking Disney, dude. Yeah, like, how I many mean, thousands the, when you're thousands hiring, of people apply to You just say, there. we are looking for Italian-Americans who can speak Italian. That's fair, yeah. yeah. I wonder what yeah, the training it, looks like. I That's just, the important thing because you just know there's some pale fucker, some ma- manager, the guy who manages the whole place. He comes out like, and then every time you re- give them the pepper shaker, you say, "Capiche? Here you go, mamma mia." <laughs> <laughs> I love You're my pizza. It, it, that's that's just what it what baffles me about it. Like if the people are working there in their brain, they go, "Yeah, I have a lot of pride working there because I represent my country." And it's all about I'm Italian, and I get to show them what Italy's all about, and it's fun, and I get to meet people from the, around the world. But it's it's a fucking show. It's not you showing them what Italy's actually like. It's a fucking stage performance put on with food. It's a stage what? performance put on by a racist man, really. <laughs> it's like, hey, look, Italy. Wow, in your face. Whoa, 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 Italy. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's, I, it's I feel like that's weird. not... That's just the American bait. It's made for, you know, fat fucking Americans who exactly. think... Who want to feel cultured. Like, oh, I had some Italian. I, I, had, I got the whole experience. And, you know, that's somebody who's never ever in his life actually going to get on a plane and go to Italy. Exactly. Yeah, it's a shithole. I fucking hate Disney. It, it's really <laughs> bad. Every time I go, I hate it more and more. 
Yeah. Well, we got to go next year when Jackson comes back. Stop going. I'm ready to go again next month. <laughs> More stuff. <laughs> can't, can't wait to go back, really. Uh, one day I'll see Judy Hops. Yeah. All right, we ready to wrap? Her yet. Yeah. Yeah, we can wrap. All right. Oh, God, Jackson's not here, and Kaya's dying, and Charlie's pissed. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for listening this week to this episode of the official podcast, the only podcast where three international man friends can complain about Disney with no fear. Uh, If you want to support the show, check us out at our Patreon. You'll also get access to exclusive bonus episodes there with some interesting people on them as well. Maybe even an Australian guest. Mm -hmm. Mm. Where is that? Mm. That is Patreon patreon.com slash the official podcast and i'll say but uh, here on the official yeah. podcast are very diverse i'm i really am turkish jackson really is australian you know he's not just some white boy we hired to go oh uh, oi mate i love wallabies <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're already yeah, better than Epcot. See, we don't make them say those catchphrases that that's why i don't get why people aren't just off put by this if there was an australia world you bet every greeting would be good day mate welcome to down under like it's off-putting. Oh, you, That's not you how they talk. You're totally fucking right. That's exactly you, what they would say. You're right on the money. If they had Australia at Epcot, it'd 100% be like an Outback commercial. The Bobby. Exactly. And yet people are like, oh, wow, a real Australian. This is the real Australian experience. They have like cardboard cutouts Fuck. of flames in the back to really sell them. <laughs> There's like a charred koala on the menu. <laughs> You you can guarantee. So when we went to Italy, they were all wearing like fancy waiter and waitress outfits because it was supposed to pass as like a pseudo fancy restaurant. You can guarantee if they had Australia World, they'd all be wearing the Steve Irwin outfit. Yeah, the fucking jungle dungarees (laughs) and camo and shit. Yeah, the shorts and the little hat. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Jesus Christ, Disney. Anyway, thank you and good day to all of you listening. Patreon.com slash the official podcast if you want to sign up for exclusive bonus episodes or support us and keep the show going forever. Maybe we can afford to hire a fourth person. One day. <laughs> <laughs> one day. We will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you.